Where you from, nigga? Where you from, nigga? Huh? Huh? I'm a field boy. Damn boy, damn boy, damn boy radio. You know what I mean? We back. Uh, Alright. Today I got my guest in. We out in DC. I got my guest Eric Butler. You know what I mean? He's what we call an entrepreneurial activist. I had to learn what that word was because I ain't know what the fuck that was. I'm a proud junior high graduate. Shout out to the struggle one time on the entrepreneurs. Yeah, I appreciate my man coming through. He's a little under the weather, but he still agreed to do this shit because that's what revolution is. You know what I'm saying? The shit must go on. So we're not going to make it a conspiracy theory podcast, And but I do want someone who's more knowledgeable in the things that I'm not knowledgeable in to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because... I'm a very opinionated person, but I don't want to be opinionated to no end. So we got somebody here to talk about that. We're going to talk about economics. We're going to talk about um, politics. We're going to talk about uh, police brutality, um, entrepreneurial ventures, activism, all that sort of shit. Like, that's what we're going to get into. So, you know what I'm saying? Introduce yourself, man. I mean, I just introduced him, but introduce yourself, man. Let him know who you is, for real, for real. Yeah, my name's Eric Butler from uh, Northeast D.C. Sully, Telly. Not from Northeast D.C. Um, born and raised between there and, and PG County, Maryland. Um, went to HBCU, North Carolina A&T. I also went to University of Maryland right here in College Park. Um, mm-hmm. And since college, I've basically been working on entrepreneurial endeavors, uh, different ways of civil disobedience, protest, and um, ways of making change around me and participating in movements that I believe in. Civil disobedience. My bad, that was a fucking jail call. Damn, how to curb my nigga. Free Breon, we gonna call him back. But that's what I mean when I say education. My man, clearly he got education credentials. He came through. Last computer with him, all you know. What I'm saying all his information, everything intact. Um, first, I, I I know I personally wanted to ask you. Um, one of the main things was um you you were down with the people that was responsible for getting weed legalized in D.C. Right. Right. That's uh DCMJ uh, worked on Initiative 71. Yeah, talk. Um, could you elaborate on that? Like, how do how? Because it's a lot of weed is popping right now. You know what I'm saying? So a yeah. lot of people want to know like. Yo, how do we get weed legalized in our state? How did y'all get weed legalized in D.C.? All right, well, different states have different ways of going about things. Um, I believe in 26 of the states in, in our great country of America, you can go through ballot initiative measures, and you can gather signatures. You draft a law, then you gather signatures, and um, you can get that law placed on your ballot, ballot where everybody can vote on it. Um, fortunately... Even though D.C. is not a state, it's a district of Columbia, we do not have statehood rights. Um, We do have self-rule to some degree. Um, Part of that is the ballot initiative process. Um, So a law was drafted and worked on in in different types of ways. Um, One portion of it had come come through council, um, through Tommy Wells, uh, councilman. And he worked on the decriminalization of it. and what they wanted to do is have the most effective route of getting the law passed. So 
You can try to do it as one one uh, unanimous law and mm-hmm. do it in stages, or you can try to do it as like let's take the most liberal law version to the people and let the people do it, mm-hmm. and let me a councilman pass the safer version. So he took on decriminalization, and he got uh. <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry, I think that's how that's how they did it in Massachusetts first too. Or, they decriminalized it. So decrim <clears throat> first, and then uh, legalization through the ballot. Um. So yeah, I was out in California, uh, working on some media stuff, some app development, and just getting away from the city for a minute. And I was looking for a way to get back involved and um, make effective change. And my startup, we had focused on the cannabis industry. We wanted to make an app for like a cannabis community. But like speaking of cannabis, I'm on the roll up right now. Hey, speaking of the community. You're under the weather, so I'm going to roll a little. I'm going to roll two. You bet, know what I'm Because yeah. yeah. you know these days, I mean, look, a cold, it might be a cold. It might be Zika. What's up? <laughs> but, um, nah, nah, nah. Never there. Nah, bless, bless. Good. I ain't going to claim none of that. Right. But yeah, so Initiative 71 passed um, when it came around time for our council to to vote on a measure to um, give us a, a legal market. They shoot. It might be. To give us a legal market in DC, a commercial market, um, that's when um, the lack of statehood rights showed up for us because council. I mean, I'm sorry. So did did it hurt y'all that yeah. it was that so DC we, wasn't a state? Yeah, yeah, because we got legalization. So this little piece right here is cool, mm-hmm. but um, there's no regulated market because. Our Congress um, has an appropriations committee that governs how what we can spend in D.C. So it doesn't matter how we have a $2 billion surplus, a $4 billion surplus, it doesn't matter. Because Congress can, can only say... only spend so much. No, no, no. Congress can say what exactly you can spend on. So the night before we were having this meeting to uh, discuss the new um, regulated market, mm-hmm. um, some folks gathered together, attached a rider to our budget, and the next morning, um, I went to a, a what was supposed to be a hearing. It then got changed to a roundtable discussion because the council members and the mayor were being threatened with arrest from Congress um, because they had attached this rider that said they could not spend any more government funds on developing marijuana legislation. So if you spend one hour of uh, your time on the clock working on it, you're in violation. Damn. Damn. So, so they de- so they made it legal just to be man, like, yo, y'all can't. Pr- I was sitting can't in this room. Progressively produce it. Yeah. the industry, yeah. or else we're gonna throw y'all a fucking jet. Yeah, to the council in the middle. So it just sounds like they ain't got that shit figured out yet. How they gonna, you know what I'm saying? Finesse it, cause well, it's like, yo, why make that shit legal unless you know what I mean? They trying to lock the industry down. They've been locking niggas up for that shit. For yeah, yeah, and that's what happened. Like I come from a bootlegging family, and with every market, like. Our people will have it. We'll be using it as a means to get by. Um, the laws will keep us so far at bay from developing it up to a real industry from a small level. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a big ass economic Heisman, right? Right. Fuck out of here. And then when they get the laws where they want them and the conditions where they want them, they roll this market out on you, and now you who were used to be a producer are now a customer. Customer. So how we get a how and. And our entrepreneurial activism, how do we get around that sort of thing occurring? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we secure 
our businesses and keep them maintained and you know what I'm saying and, and our community with some of the steps and shit you know what I mean like cause that's the thing I know a lot of people that are uh, I ain't even gonna say activism minded I'ma just say they're progressive people like they might wanna transition from one lifestyle to another you know what I'm saying they trying to just do better for themselves but they not in the know about that sort of shit you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. niggas got sometimes some niggas got money and just don't know what to do with it you know for what sure. I mean niggas can have the 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 know how and the resource, but just not have like the the fucking the the drive. Like niggas, some niggas don't got dreams. They got mm -hmm. money, so they need to hook their shit up to worthy dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we secure that and keep keep it so that that stays in the community? So that stays. If you a producer, you stay a producer. You know what I mean? How we do that? Well, right now, honestly, 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 after. Uh consulting businesses who wanted to get in the industry after being around folks who were doing it on a small level and after being in what's this 2017 yeah three years of a gray drug market in dc a, a gray herb market in dc um i really will say that the same rules apply as to everything else in life if you don't love it don't fuck with it because dispensaries in dc are just now starting to see maybe a little bit of profit most of them are still probably operating at a loss mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so if you're investing in weed and invested in medical marijuana or dispensary you got to do it in the right climate and if that goes for like the rest of your question so whatever degree of uh involvement you want to have in the industry it needs to be one uh determined by where you are and then two, determined by your level of commitment to, you know, the industry. Right. Well, a lot of my listeners, a lot of my listeners are really in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And Massachusetts is a place where weed is now, you know what I'm saying, legal. So, I mean, it's a lot of niggas. I think that that was the natural next step for yeah. a lot of niggas who transitioned out of dealing with drugs illegally to right. dealing with drugs legally. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of niggas just don't know what steps to take to even do that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, um, the first step is going on to your, uh, usually the health department um, in your state. He about to tell y'all how to, you know what I'm saying? He about to tell y'all how to change our game up, nigga. Sorry about that. Call, Listen, it's, it's all good, man. I'm, I'm, free Breon, man. Free Breon, man. I ain't, yo, I ain't igging you, brother. So, you want to check in your state and see what the, the laws are there. Um, you want to see what's going on in uh what the schedules are so say if uh, a market is coming available in 2019 you might have to submit your application this year you might mm -hmm. need 50 get ahead of the curve get ahead of the curve with to that. start doing your research maybe you need to maybe there's a market coming online that needs you to have a certain amount of years of residency determine that's what i mean about know where you want to do the business so say you know you don't want to do it where you are. You want to do it in Colorado. But you know Colorado has a three-year residency requirement. Mm. So go now. Or right. start networking to find a you an investor who you can link up with. Mm -hmm. But it's it's all planning it and determining how you want well, to be involved. We definitely have some people's out there. And the other thing you were saying about, you know, people in the game that um, want to turn it legit and want to, you know, do what they love. Um, what part about it is it? Is it the networking piece? Is it transportation so that's it, what i'm saying like that's the thing i think um, cookie and that's i mean? think breaking into the uh you know what i mean like the real of the conversation is like 
what is it that niggas love about selling drugs? Like niggas, mm-hmm. niggas do the shit, and every nigga I know would tell you like he'd much rather not do this shit, but. Mm-hmm. All of his alternatives to not doing this shit, niggas would be like, man, fuck that. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna work at McDonald's, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna, you know what I mean? Go be a nurse or some shit. No, no disrespect to nobody that does either one of those jobs. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, if you ask a drug dealer, they don't wanna work. You know what I mean? So it I becomes one of those work. things where it's like, that is work. It, it is, no, nigga, it's hard fucking yeah. work. Like, right. and pun intended, it is hard fucking work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and niggas suffer through it, mm-hmm. niggas sacrifice for it. Do it, niggas take losses in it, uh, uh, very tangible losses, losses that niggas can't come back from. Niggas lose friends, niggas lose family, niggas lose time, right. which is the most precious commodity. And it become one of those things where it's like, if you're doing all of this for this, you must love it. Mm. But what do niggas love about it? To, I, yeah. I don't even know what That's niggas what I mean. love about it to say, like, if you're going to just switch up and then just sell weed legally like what you should be loving about it should you love I mean. the sales or the what like, that's what i mean so you gotta determine what you love about it because everything is still needed none of the pieces mm-hmm. go nowhere they just get put into new legal defined compartments so like is it, is it security it's like i said is it transport at what level of transport is it you know yeah. saying people still like Certain mechanisms. Transport is a part. Like, UOT transport is yeah. a part of it. You like, can't. You can't have a product that people have to consume that you don't have to move. Mm. Unless it's media. This is something that you put in your body, so it needs to be physically moved always. Mm. True. So, if you want to get into it, and maybe you don't want to get into a dispensary, then look into uh, transport. Um. Right. It was something else you had said. I was trying to. Hit on. I don't know. I be saying a lot right, of shit I'm fast. Yeah, I be, I be rambling. Don't got me sluggish. Nah, it's all good. Um, nah, definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wanted to, 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 really ask you. Most of my bad. I hijacked your backwood and shit. Oh shit. <laughs> you know I, mean? I got you. I got the next pack. But um. I ain't tripping. It's just hit all hard right now. You know, I got this little sinus situation. All right. That's real. Papers is easy. much yeah. lighter. Right, yeah. right, right. Papers, papers. Whatever your, whatever your flavor, whatever you like. Listen, That's when I woke up this morning, giving the backwood a side, I knew something wasn't right with my uh, situation. <laughs> I understand. Now, sometimes it's like that for me too. When I smoke too many of them shits, man, that should definitely get harsh on the throat and shit. Oh, no. But I was gonna say, um, I wanted to talk to you, you know, because uh, define entrepreneurial activism. You know what I'm saying for the people, cause uh, you know what I mean. I thought that that was a real interesting term, and and I, you know, what I'm saying that at this point, like I know you now, I know you um, from the magazine and stuff like that. So I know what I know what you do on a regular basis yeah. at this point. But in, in the beginning, I didn't. You know yeah. what I'm saying when I first met you. You know what I'm saying I was introduced. To you, I'm like, what do we really do though? I thought yeah. you sold drugs, man. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Not at all. He um, doesn't sell drugs, man. He doesn't sell drugs. Not at all. And that's not cause like. The opportunity ain't there. Like people be like, "Yo, nigga, you, you from DC, nigga? The not opportunity the statue, there. Not the statue from DC. Like you, you worked on the, you worked on the shits. Like right. why you y'all not, made weed? Y'all like, made weed legal. So you brother. know everybody you need to legal. know. And I'm like, yeah, you right. But at the same time, like I got involved with the marijuana situation. Like one because my as an app company, we were tra- we were switching over to being like focusing on marijuana communities. But also because legalizing affected things economically. You and that's what we're really trying to create, so, economic change for the people. Exactly. So, um, in, us, in D.C., 
you know, gentrification, it's nothing new, but it's picking up. Um, it's getting harder for people to, you know, maintain what they have year over year. Um, and with that, like, you got to look at which population is being most adversely affected by these policies. So when I see that... See, talk about that a little bit. Let, let people know. People don't know what these policies be coming in overnight. Not to cut you off, no, no, you got but so if you're familiar with if you're familiar with D.C., it's a diamond. So just like imagine a diamond in your mind. In four sections. Yeah, so your north, south point, east point, west point, right? Now... The wealth of D.C. lives farther towards the west and farther towards the north. Mm-hmm. And north, the more farther northwest you go, the, the more wealth there is. Southeast is probably the most, uh, not probably, I didn't say is. that. It is the most economically challenged part of the city. Um, it's the part that always gets shorted when it comes time for business deals. Our council just went out to Las Vegas and they're recording um, commercial businesses. Um, to come to D.C., but when some of these businesses like Walmart come, they'll or want to come to D.C., they'll say, hey, we're going to do four or five stores, and we'll give them a mandate. You need to put stores here, 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 giving them sections of the city. Now, they said that Southeast couldn't, it wasn't financially. Uh, so you mean to tell me that the motherfucking niggas that run D.C. say, yo, listen. We need more Walmarts. And they went and got Walmarts, but they purposely said, yo, we not going to put no Walmarts in so, the hood? Walmart, Walmart did. So people in the hood can't shop at Walmart is what you're telling me in D.C. So, and shit. So let's look at it like a look at it like a war, right? Maybe that's a little drastic, but you'll see what I'm saying after I give you But at the same time, it fuck Walmart because this, yeah. this is where we can have our cultural boom. This is where we can have our economic boom, right? But, I mean, not really. They're not paying wages that are worth anything. Uh, Walmart has the biggest share of employees that are on uh, public assistance. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, for instance, if there's no Walmart in Southeast, so it's really, it's really a a gift, a gift and a curse. That's what I mean. If there's no Walmart, if there's no Walmart there, then everything that you would have to go to Walmart for, you're gonna have to go to somewhere else for it. Yeah. Why not go to Black people? Now I will say we gotta we gotta open them stores and we gotta get a lot more um, availability. But so let's I'm gonna rewind it back a little bit. All right. So, um. Marijuana initiative, the 91% of the people who are getting arrested for marijuana possession in the um, in my city were black men. So if there were like 5,000 arrests in a year, then 4,990-something of them were black men. Right. Yeah, we've been there. You're locking us the fuck up over yeah, yeah. bullshit. But what I'm saying about that geography <clears throat> shit is they weren't making, they were barely making arrests of anybody. Uh, west, west, west of 14th Street, Northwest. Mm. So once you get past the, the, once you get towards the Meridian, the, the middle part of DC. So basically, they arrest only arrested niggas in the on hood the, on the east side weed. and yeah, intensifying as you go further south and east and east and south. And they banging niggas for weed. So, but can they still you bang do. you for weed? They can. And who's the most of the people that are still sitting down for those offenses? Black so, people, of course. Yeah, remember the day. But if it's legal, how the fuck they gonna bang me for weed? So, right, cause so I, cause yesterday I was walking around DC smoking my blunt, thinking that this is cool. Nah, like that's we not literally, sweet. You can I was a, just walking down the street smoking my you shit. Get a, you can get a hundred dollar uh, over by Fourteenth Street, nigga. I think no that's hundred dollar. I think that's a hundred dollar joint. What? Yeah. They would have fined me. Yeah. And I ain't had either. How you had ID on me, either, nigga? I, <laughs> you might have to go talk to mine. But look. <laughs> 
So that's the one. But then, like, you can't exchange for anything. You can only gift marijuana. So what I'm saying is, what they gonna give me a fuck hundred dollar five for? Smoking? Oh, that's what that's what consuming, yeah. So, so I can only... have I, if I had a dub sack on me. Nah, you can have two ounces on you. Okay. But you can you can exchange. I can't smoke it. You can exchange one ounce, and you can, but you can't smoke outside. You can smoke in your back porch. You obviously you can smoke in your house. Um, government housing is also another uh, sensitive area when it comes to in your house. And so they legalize weed in D.C., but if you live in the projects, they can still, still kick you out. Yeah. For smoking weed. Yeah. But the what way people the, fuck? the way people have been going down. Um, has been for offenses around the industry. You know those gray areas I was talking about. So remember the protest uh, from the picture in front of the Capitol and shit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That day and the, the week before that, um, my man Adam Eidinger went down to the, he got locked up. And when he was in jail, you know, he was like, I'm the only, well, me and this other white guy right here, we're the only white guys in here for marijuana possession still. But like in a year, it might be like, it's in the hundreds of people to get arrested. But it's for like, you know. It's going, I understand what you're saying. It's going but way still, down, that's but still. It is up. Like, exactly. It is. That shit is fucking niggas it up, is. man. Niggas got homes. I gotta go home tonight, why, man. And Can't that's why it's not go jail with no weed, nigga. But at the same time, the economic protest is in the fact that like so many people are involved in the uh, industry now. In the right. great industry now. So, depending on how you're looking at it, you know, you gotta determine what as an individual, what you want to see to happen. The change I wanted to see was that I wanted to see more money in people's pockets and less people in the jail. And in D.C., if you're going away on Fed charges and you go to a Fed prison, they're going to ship you. There's no, you know what I'm saying, there's no sitting in state. Right. It's not a state. Um, you got D.C. jail, but, you know, for real shit, you're not going to D.C. jail. Right. They're so, shipping your ass up. Yeah, I mean, you, and you're making a ticket. Like, they, you, you a cash crop. So when they, the yeah, more they, the more the people prison industrial complex, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, they hitting people with conspiracy, Rico, or all that shit. Like, that's what they want. They, behind weed. I mean, that hey, shit listen. crazy. Niggas is getting the Rico behind weed in DC. It's not even always behind weed, but just me. They they throw some shits around where they try to get anything and everything, and they want everybody to turn on anybody. Man, I used to, never mind. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so, I um, love DC, man. I love DC, man. Shout out my nigga Black, man. Black was good. Nigga. So the economic shit is where you really want to get at it. Like, how do you slow down the trend that's happening? So the cost of living in DC is growing faster than the pay of people in DC is growing. So mm. your income ain't growing as fast as your cost. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you It's going to force the poor people out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to also have some other unintended... Uh, Crime going to rise. Exactly. Exactly. Robbery so, going to rise in, exactly. in, in a state like that. Crimes for profit. So, unless you want more crimes for profit, then you need to give the people some GDP. Right. You need to give the people a product that they can... T- tell them what GDP means, Kyle. Gross domestic product. Gross domestic product. I ain't know what the fuck that shit mean, but I see it on TV uh, we all, all know what We all know what cotton is. That's a gross domestic product. Jeans. Gypsy clothes. Selfless plug. Get mm-hmm. that. By the way, this broadcast is brought to you and sponsored by Gypsy Enterprises, namely Gypsy Clothes, man. They got they funding this shit, so... Hey! Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Matter of fact, got some gypsy sticks over here too. You know what I'm saying? Gonna light those with this weed, get the vibe right. We're gonna get the devil, you know what I'm saying, out the room and get the cold out my men. You feel oh, me, oh. Paul? What's the day? Oh, oh. I don't know what them shits is over there. We gonna like, we definitely gonna like them shits. I see she got the sage and it's shit. Some in the back. Oh yeah, the sage. I wanted to I ask you about uh, uh, the joint with your uh, uh, not your man. I gotta get out the habit of saying that. Um, I seen on TV the dude. Um, you know what I mean? Cause it's a DMV. You know Maryland news. Like I see they had uh, what they did. They stabbed a nigga up out here, man. Like how as you being a person that is, you know what I mean? Uh access or you have more your average nigga don't get to build with politicians in the in the way that you get to rub elbows and you know what i'm saying yeah. and and talk and build with these people's like man what's the future for this shit looking like for us out here is it gonna be more police state can we look forward to more police brutalities less police brutalities is there active you know what i'm saying like developments underway to like to quell some of this shit or is this shit just like it's going to get worse and like who will survive in America. We got to prepare. You know what I mean? Well, you got to stay prepared and stay ready um, to, you know, make a better tomorrow for yourself. But with the stabbing in Maryland, um, that's those, uh, supposedly the guy was one of those alt-rights people, mm. which is like an extremist group. That's like Nazis and shit. Alt-right yeah. mean Nazi. They were down there burning torches and We call them a Nazi. They were burning torches in Richmond not too long ago. It was the Germans. Yeah, but it was during Jewish, uh, like with Jewish Heritage Month or, month or something. And the mayor of the town they burning the shit saying is, is Jewish. Damn. So they just blatantly being anti-Semitic. And this cat from Maryland, um, a student, sees a, a black man at a bus stop. Um, the gentleman. Uh, Mr. Richard Collins III had just been commissioned as a lieutenant in the army, about to go work and do intelligence, mm. right? And this uh, so this shit getting deep. Dude. This wasn't just no random like type shit. Dude. I mean, he's all right, and it was a black man. Everything else could be coincidental, but he did get just commissioned as a lieutenant in the army uh, to work on intelligence. He he was headed back to Bowie State where he went to school, which is uh, not too far from. Well, not my little cousin go to Bowie yeah. State, man. So shout out Jay Smith, the, the producer, man. My man waiting on this move with a skirt, skirt, and this asshole comes up and stabs him, takes him out just out of hate. So like, that's not the nobody was surprised um, that a racist act happened at Maryland. It's I just think Maryland it's how, got a rich history it's how of racism. Savage it is. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? It's how savage it is. Um, I was, you know, had the unfortunate experience of getting touched by Maryland's racism uh, during my junior year. Um, talk, talk about that. This uh, counselor down there and this program that was uh, designed for uh, low-income and first-generation college students to, mm. which so you know the program was mostly African American, Caribbean, um, low-income white cat. Black people, man, po yeah, basically the people who are on the other side of the uh, other side of the depression. Uh, coming up from under the down pressure. Um, Dean, you know, interviews me. Um, he says, we need more students that look like you. That struck me because, you know, I knew where I was headed to. Right. So, um, I'm in my second year there, or my, maybe it was my third year, and I bump into this counselor walking down the hallway. My man asked me, yo, you need a ride to your car? You know, I'm running big as shit. 
So I needed that. Let's go on a good foot, headed down the hallway, bump into this chick, say excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, try to sidestep or whatever. Get through the um, door, and she horse collars me and shit, bro. Yeah, man. I had my White bitch? Uh, she was foreign, but she was European. You're a bitch. So, horse collar me. We get into a little verbal uh, skirt fluffle. So uh, this bitch yanked your collar because you bumped her? Yanked my collar. She said I was being, she said I was disrespectful, said I'm coming with her to the dean's office and asked me for my name. And was all this, was she shit. staff or a student? No, nah, she was staff, bro. This is University so of Maryland staff. staff. Okay. She ain't like all that black power walking out of the hallway. Yeah. I mean, maybe. This was day one of my dreads. <laughs> mm. shit. So. Higher learning shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what pretty much Merlin Really ass like. bitch. So. Uh, find out like a week later. Get a call from my dean at my job. I'm in a student position. Little government joint. He called me like, why, you know, so-and-so. Why haven't you been through to speak to us? So-and-so press charges. Wouldn't tell me what for. So this bitch pressed charges because you called her a bitch in the hallway. Hold on. After she, call, after she yanked her, you. One, I didn't call her a bitch. I would have called her a bitch. <laughs> nah, I did not call uh, her yo, a bitch. Yo, shut up, bitch. I was like. Dude, it gave me an assault charge. I would have spit on that nah, bitch. I definitely went I'd back to. I would have spit on that racist bitch. I definitely went back to the block, but I ain't step outside of myself. I'm like, who the fuck are you putting your hands on? I'm like, I'm not your fucking child. Right. Why get the fuck out of my face with all that shit? My shit so, would have been up there to mop her the fuck up. She was smelling lunch, but I definitely didn't hit her with the with the with the bitch call. But um, you know, uh, the universe does its work for you. So find out she pressed charges, had to, you know, lawyer up and, you know, start handling that situation. By the time I got down there to make my statement, I found out this chick and said I bumped into her, grinded up on her, on some dirty wine shit. Grabbed her ass with my hand. Y'all was in the hallway at the Jamaican Bruh, club. Have you ever bumped into somebody on a train? Yeah. That's how quickly the contact was. I understand. So she says, I bumped into her, grinded up on her, grabbed her ass. And after I passed her, my boy said, I-E, and I threw up a peace sign. She interpreted my peace sign as a celebratory gesture for doing all these sexual acts to her. But we don't even throw peace. We put two figures together. We African, man. We on that unity shit. We'll do that European victory shit anyway. Listen, I'm not on that horse collar shit, okay? So, um, lo and behold, she oppressed charges for sexual assault on that nigga for bumping into her in the hallway. And this is being levied by University of Maryland. And whether you right or wrong, you know what the fuck can happen to you. Right. So, it was a very serious thing to take, you know, seriously. And I got my witnesses. It happened in front of like 40 people. <clears throat> She was the only person with this account. Right. Even the nigga who was in front of her looking at me, look, you know, seeing me bump and pass her, did not Told what really happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still working. Right. Who knows wherever the fuck she is, you know, God bless. Fuck that bitch. Yo, I'm Mr. Positive, Mr. Nice Guy. You, you, you a more positive nigga than me. That's, that's a bag. And I don't come across too many more positive niggas than me. Man, but that's, 12, that that's 12 years later though, bro. That's 12 years later. You know what I'm saying? Like an incident like that, going out of being uh, positioned against an entity like the University of Maryland. Right. It's nothing light, and that's definitely nothing that you, you know, is, is not free of yeah, stress. Yeah, they could have fucked your life up. They was trying to do you dirty, man. I mean, they did. But um, not do me, not fuck my life up, but they definitely did me dirty. 
Um, so anyway, I, I, when I was there, I was studying African American studies and economics. Let me see. Hey, and let's just say they picked the wrong one. You know what I mean? Because that shit got me even more motivated. Yeah, that shit had a fire under you. Racism um, as well. If I had just graduated and kept on doing as I was doing, I would have got a good job. And I'd have been chilling. You know what I'm saying? I've been down South Beach this weekend, like, you know, right. getting lit. You could have been a part of the no system. Offense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big part of the system. It's structured. Now you, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we want better for the people. You know what I mean? That's, that's some real shit, because... That's something that people need to hear and know. Like, yo, man, when you out here and you going to these schools and you in these establishments and you out here, man, you got to be mindful, man. You fucking black, my nigga. You know what I mean? These people will fucking bang you over bumping them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But every, like you said, everything happened for a reason. On the line. And that's, and the, wait, not even on the line, though. Let's stay there for one second because it's <laughs> relevant. Right, straight up. So let's, let's go to um your man, your man. Uh, what's the man with the $600, 400 $500 shoe? Lonzo Ball. Hey, I was just finna bring that up. Lonzo Ball. So I was finna talk about that. Definitely. To all my, to all my white sisters out there, and all my sisters in general, I know you know the power of your, of your being, but I'm gonna need you not to use it in a malicious way. Oh, um, you talking about the white shorty that yeah. was that was going at his she, dad? She doesn't know. That what she did to Race him baiting. is what that woman did to me. Is what Emmett Till. That's what, what Shorty what did to him. Emmett Till. What Cedar uh, what, what guy was saying was true. That's real. That shit is. Now that's crazy. I personally praise the shit out of that nigga. They, the shoes to me look just like a pair of Kobe's, and I don't like Kobe's. Mm-hmm. But when I seen the the statement that the nigga who run Nike release when he said that the nigga's the worst thing to happen to sports ever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I seen that, I, I consciously said in my mind, like, I'm going to keep wearing the Nikes that I got. I'm going to wear the phones and shit I got, but I ain't buying no more Nikes, bro, because that's blatant racism. That's not even like, yo, my nigga, I don't think the people, and like I said, they look like Kobe's. I don't like them, but if I was going to buy another pair of motherfucking sneakers, I'd buy them shit. They make you love them by how much they already hate them. But my nigga, this is a precedent. If what he does is successful and he sets that precedent and people follow his lead on that, mm. in 10 years, Nike will be irrelevant. Because if the next 10 years, the biggest players that come out the draft, if instead of signing shoe deals with Nike, Adidas, Reebok, Fila, whatever, if they just come out with their own shoes mm. and you think about it, it's enough money from niggas signing bonuses alone. Mm-hmm. To do shit like that. They got niggas, the same way these niggas pull up and say, yo, all right, yo, we going to click up and go all to this team and play for the white man and so we could just get a ring. Them niggas could click up and say, yo, we're going to start a shoe line made by the players for the players. Nigga. I mean, and in 10 years, Nike will be irrelevant, bro. That's true. I got another one for you, though. Gotta love this nigga Lonzo Ball's dad, man. That nigga's the realest. Same thing you talking about doing with Nike. Niggas could do with the dollar. Break that shit down, cause you 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 do hold, cause you just hold. I gotta be like my L, cause you just fucked me up when you said that. Cause I I've been thinking about that shoe shit for a minute. I'm like yo, in ten years niggas won't even need Nike. You know what I'm saying? Like the the whole economics of black people, like this shit could shift 
And it, it, it could just be different. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all you. going through black hands. LeBron putting bread back into the community. Yeah. So imagine if all the shoe money was right. going through his hands. He's somebody who giving back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that shit could be dope. Explain this shit. Because, like, what you just said to me don't even, like, ah, that shit did it. I'm going to talk to you just like, nigga, perspective. That shit don't even sound real. How the fuck is niggas going to replace the dollar? I'm not when saying all that. niggas is into is money cash hoes, nigga. Like we we need like niggas whole niggas new religion is money. Uh-huh. Period. It's money. It's money. Niggas is slaves to what money. Is, niggas commit unhonorable acts for money. How you gonna tell a nigga to put the most important thing in their life they don't need it? Well, I'm gonna go two ways with it. We can go on the low the low budget side and we can go on the ball on the big baller side. So say Let's see them both. What'd you say about tell me, repeat what you said about uh the shoes. If you don't what with the shoe, do what? If niggas don't if niggas don't what you mean? If in ten years niggas if in ten years all the players don't sign with <coughs> Nike if they don't sign with Nike for the next 10 years, if the next, every Kobe, every LeBron, every Lonzo Ball that's coming out, if they don't sign with Nike and they sign with Lonzo Ball's dad or with LeBron if right, he right. make a shoe or if, you know what I'm saying, whoever right. make a, whoever black make the fucking right. shoe from so, top to bottom. Pause right there. So, the same way you're saying about the product that is a shoe is what countries do with the product that is a currency. So... A country will buy up stakes in the currency so that they own th- this much of the of the wealth there. You know what I'm saying? Like they have invested this much into it. Yeah, I be watching once billions. They, I see. I be so saying, once they I, pull I out, you. just like with a company, you pull out your investment, you can crash the company. You buy up a majority stake of the company, you can dictate what that company does. So if Nike was, if we were in a situation, if black people were in a situation. If we doing it with the dollar, then we need mass cooperation at one time mm-hmm. for niggas to not spend. How am I gonna It don't yo, have to be not spent. How spit. am I gonna get the pampers for my baby? Like who no these people don't know how to make so pampers out of like sheets and shit. Like, it don't have to be not spent not spending. It don't have to be like living in the sticks. Like there's cryptocurrencies. There's all types of currencies that, that are out right now. Explain tech. a cryptocurrency. What the so what the fuck like, is a cryptocurrency? You got shit like Bitcoin. Um Let's we can we can look at the up movie. In a Dope broke down Bitcoin a little bit. If y'all ain't seen it, watch yeah, it. It's a good yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I so, I get it. But even that like seems so like. All right, so it seems it. mad foreign to me. Like I can't go to finish line and and, and and buy the Lonzo balls. You know what I'm saying with Bitcoin. Yeah, but you or can, can I? You can do shit with Bitcoin though. So and that's all the thing. What you're saying, like people have to be doing certain things at a certain time. So like, look at the dollar right our biggest holder of the dollar used to be china china has been selling off in shares of the dollar right now they fall into the number two now our number one holder of the american u.s currencies is japan fuck you hear about comp- like no disrespect to japan but like you know they shit ain't jumping right now right oh. No, so, I didn't know that you told me something just that so J- japan economy hasn't been jumping most of the time he's been on this rock 
But them niggas is ahead of us and shit, right? They are, they are right? So they, how the economy fucked up? When you see videos and shit, that shit look like the motherfucking technological super age over that motherfucker. Listen, or is whole, that just the media? That's a whole other history lesson for me. But a lot of that is culture. You, like, you can't you can't stop culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So we need to have cultural revolution. Man, we are cultural revolution, brother. But I feel what you say. But our revolution bullshit. Like, Technology wise, what is our revolution thing. like outside of outside of swag? What the fuck we contribute in this shit? Setting trends and hashtags, but I mean, we gotta get well, we, a, we gotta to get a bigger, we gotta get a bigger and, shit. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck do? Oh man, that's a crazy question. You know what I'm saying? You talking about fuck make America great again? I ain't buying into that because. If you if it's again you talking about the time past and it was more racism before than now so uh, fuck all that but how do we make us great again like yo like I seen so, a picture the other day of a Harlem bookstore it had mad niggas in it but they was mm-hmm. young niggas like niggas in their twenties and shit mm-hmm. how the fuck do we make this shit so you can dictate what you're, what you're dictate what you're spending I know people you say people want to ball out people want to have all this shit but niggas want you can Gucci, dictate I mean, what you're spending Gucci and Versace. when you stop. When everybody stops doing a certain behavior on a certain day, the system, the economic system notices that. And this is what I'm saying. So what is the behavior? What's the what is a targetable be, behavior that we can pinpoint and say, yo, like listen, we are all gonna not you know how they did the like, oh yo, no Black Friday, no Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Man, that's bullshit, man. You know man mad people still ain't did Black Friday. What I'm saying is it needs to be more specific Monday, than that because it's like I still gotta buy shit. Today, period. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I gotta go buy milk today. Like, you know right. what I mean? If I'm out and, you know what I'm saying, think about grandma, some shit I might buy or something, whatever, whatever type shit. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, what is a pinpointable act? Like, how I'm personally like, yo, I don't fuck with Nike. Right. I'm not buying no more Nike. After that nigga said that shit, he said that nigga the worst nigga that happened to what? And this nigga ain't trying to do nothing but make shit better for niggas? Mm. Fuck you. I never buy another pair. So, but I know for a fact if I said tell niggas yo we're not buying Nikes no more man niggas like Jordans yeah. pennies and all that shit too fucking much niggas won't they can't so Air Force Ones is a staple yeah. in our culture so I can't you can't rip away the foundation bro I, feel, I trust me I know what you're saying the second hand market for Nike is bigger than the primary sales of Adidas facts so like I feel you that that the need and if our culture the if the foundations is built with White supremacy materialism, yo. How the fuck do we change shit without completely like just tearing the whole house down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, gypsies away. I mean, well, you know, I, I think that everybody uh, can't uh, embrace uh, the gypsy uh, culture. Though, yeah. man. That shit ain't for everybody, man. Nah, nah. People like most people are live. They they're born. They live and die within a thirty mile radius, mm-hmm. and they don't never. You know what I'm saying? Like deviate from mm-hmm. that radius. That's that's their life, and they spend their whole life in times, and that's, and that's the majority of America. And that's where they make their change at. So, I'm not trying to be cliche, but you know when they did the protest with in the South uh, back in the Civil Rights Movement with the public music. You know what I'm saying? Once you start doing certain things, so if everybody decided we're not going to use Metro, I mean Metro's already falling off in D.C., but that's a point. Um, so you wanted to just not spend on gas. My personal way of not investing into things I don't believe in anymore was deciding to be part of bike life. You know what I'm saying? Like stopping using the car, not pursuing the vehicle, and like really um, using bike. Yeah, yeah. Bike lanes. Invest- My homeboy Jimmy Pereira, <clears throat> running for mayor of Brockton, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. man. 
he's responsible for putting the bike lanes in Massachusetts and shit. That's definitely... Yo, I, he would be proud to hear that shit. That's yeah. what's up. Yo, Jimmy, I see your vision. I see your vision. Niggas is across the world. They they transforming. They transforming, my nigga. But it's about... A, it's about... Uh, you also got to figure out, like like you said, everything's not for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm on bike life. But if I was also a carnivore, so if I was eating, like, steak and uh, chicken and all that type of shit all the time, beef, I technically would... Uh, mathematically, not technically, I would be more or as uh consuming as, as much resources as a as a hybrid car because the energy and the resources that go into developing my food for my higher calorie intake than that person that's driving a car whether it be at a, a a prius or a buick um it's gonna take more to supply me with food so but energy, if i'm a biker energy and wise I'm, nigga it's cheaper for you to fuck it really eat good and take a bike yeah that's 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 how you make the best effect. One on your personal body, two on your um, the environment that you live in, and then on the globe. So, if I'm not contributing to the demand for gasoline in D.C., and I'm also not contributing to the demand of meats in D.C., and I'm also the next best thing for me to do would be to buy local vegan products and local uh, or pe- local pescatarian products. You know what I'm saying? Mm. These is applicable ways to do. I'm about to hit him with my volley in just a second. That would be it. This is applicable, but I, because I want to say that niggas like cars and niggas like hamburgers and hamburgers, meat is cheap because it's fake and we all know it's fake. Like McDonald's is fucking fake food. We all know it. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker survived 18 years off the dollar menu. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, fuck yeah. What's that? Like, I, I, live like, two, I live a block and a half from a McDonald's. I woke up in the morning, it's my next. It's a McDonald's on every block. Like, yeah. But, um. Burger King been dying, though. I don't be seeing that many Burger Kings. Man, watch Food Inc. Like, if you want to traumatize yourself away from it, that's how the type of person you are. You can't, like. You can't eat. give it up? Yeah, watch, watch Food Watch Inc. how they treat them cows. I, I promise you, I got a video to link you to that make you not want to drink milk. Now. It's how they treat them. It's once you figure out, like, how what you're, what you're eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you figure that shit out, you're like, oh, fuck. I ain't drinking milk never. I don't even like to eat cheese. I mean, I fall back to it. Like you gotta, you just gotta Fuck figure out milk. the best way. Like right now, it's no one hundred percent like best way to do all your shit unless you're, you know, what I'm saying growing shit and you got some whole science set up. You making sure it's all well and good. Like nah, but if you want to be about like minimizing certain risks, and that's what I want to be about, like with the wellness, with the fitness, then. And with my diet, then yeah. Well, with that also, like I started, like I was, I found myself drinking less because I'm doing more shit that's physically active and physically beneficial. Right, uh, healthy, healthy, health is mm-hmm. wealth. Health is real wealth. Movement is medicine. Encourage all my niggas get out there, buy you a bike this summer. You know what I'm saying, what I was gonna say, um, the time, our time running short and shit. Uh, I know you got shit to do. What, oh, what shit. activism? You know what I'm saying? What activism activities and shit? What y'all got? What you got coming up? Uh, moving forward. You know what I'm saying? That the people could look out for. Give them your your social media links. You know what I'm saying? And all your all your contacts and shit, so they could you know what I mean? Follow your movements and yeah. see how y'all legalizing weed all over the country and shit. Um, first, let me give a shout out to the um, the big bro over uh, big bro Andre over at notthistime.global. Check out notthistime.global. Uh, it's a movement out in Washington State. They got some legislation against uh, police brutality. They have a ballot measure that's coming out in June. 
Uh, um, they're going to be circulating petitions as well to get signatures. They got to get three hundred fifty thousand, I believe, or maybe two hundred and something thousand. Um, but check them out. Uh, they need your support and make sure you, if you're out there in Washington State that you you know saying sign on with that. Basically, in Washington State, uh, if you're going to get a conviction, you have to prove um, that uh, if an officer kills somebody, officer involved shooting, you got to prove malice, uh, malicious intent. Which is impossible to prove intent unless they, you know, what I'm saying, say yeah. that outside. I wanted of protocol, to kill that nigga, right? Yeah. I want to kill you outside of my protocol, nigga, and you letting that, letting, letting go. Like nobody's doing that shit. So they getting off with killing niggas. So they getting off. Trying to change that. And his bro got killed. So definitely check them out. Not this time. Not global. Uh, something I'm working on out there. How I came in contact with that gentleman is um, Initiative Nine Twelve in Washington State, and that's to make for Washington State to make presidential candidates disclose eight years of their tax records for their personal and business taxes um, in order to get on the ballot. So in 2020, you know what I'm saying, Kanye want to run. He got to give up his personal and business taxes to Washington State to get on the ballot should we be successful. Um, and that's a, a, another level of disclosure that's not... Yeah, because it was it was something with these motherfuckers the last election. Niggas wasn't giving up. They they um, yeah. Taxes, we still haven't right? gotten uh, Trump shit. We got like I think a, a page from 05 or something. That shit's wild. And maybe we wouldn't be going through all of this shit right now with forty five. But um, plug us to all your organizations and shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Initiative know. initiative nine twelve dot com. Uh, that's the current ballot measure. Uh, look up Walla K Wamba um, the 25th district. If you're a Maryland resident, um, she's running for your uh, to be your delegate. Uh, please check her out. Um, I usually only support movements and, and causes, but this is one individual that I believe in, and I think that she can really. Uh, I don't think I know she can deliver the change that uh, we need to see on a multitude of levels. Um, I knew that like some one of those people you know that since high school. Um, also check out Jukebox DC. That's jukeboxdc.com, and please check us out at Respect Mag. Uh, that's respect-mag.com. If anybody needs a plug, music, photography, anything hip hop related, let me know. Uh, we can get you in there. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Treehouse Co. T R E E H A U S C O. And yeah. Shit, that's how we gonna rock it, man. It's Damn Boy Radio. You know what I'm saying? I like thank y'all for tuning in. Um, shout out to my guest, Eric Butler. You know what I'm saying? Respect Magazine. Everybody for hosting us out here in D.C. Uh, fuck with me. Damn Boy. Right? Peace.